0: I mean, I would say if you are looking to build something that is resilient and can withstand, you know, a crazy market, which COVID has been such a wonderful teacher of that, you know, I don't think anyone could have have expected what we would, gone, would have gone through as you know, a global marketplace through the pandemic. And when you create a resilient brand because you know who you are, You know, when you know who you are, you can take a stand, you can make swift, efficient decisions because you're guided by a set of values.
1: Hi, my name is Caitlin Pyatt. I'm a professionally certified marketer, and this is the Start Marketing Podcast, where small business owners can find authentic, accessible, and actionable marketing advice to help them grow and scale their businesses. I've worked in marketing for over 13 years, and it's an industry I genuinely love and a craft I believe can revolutionize and propel businesses to unimaginable growth. I'm the director of marketing at a startup, I run the Start Marketing community, and of course, I host this podcast. But I'm also a wife, a mom of three, and my house is generally always chaotic. I like learning about marketing, talking about it, and this is my favorite place to share my love of marketing. If you can't tell, I'm kind of a nerd about it. So I hope you're ready to soak it all in and start marketing. Hey, Start Marketing listeners. Welcome to this week's episode. We're going to be talking about my favorite topic, branding. We focus a lot on marketing strategies that you can use to grow your business, but here's the thing. Having a brand is critical to being able to market your business successfully, which is what we're going to dive into today. Why branding is an important piece of the marketing pie. And then next week, we're going to dive in into how to create a solid brand. So let's welcome our guest, Kristen Graham Brown. Kristen is the owner and chief creative officer at Hoot Design Company. After working in advertising in Chicago, Kristen started Hoot as a custom paper and design shop. 11 years later, it's a boutique branding agency with 14 employees and a home in a newly renovated building Kristen and her husband purchased at the end of 2020. Hoot specializes in full scope branding, which starts from the inside out. It includes culture and every touch point someone has with the brand. They specialize in the hospitality industry where customer service and brand experience are essential to success. So Kristen, welcome. I am excited for having you here today.
0: Uh, Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
1: Awesome. Okay. So define a brand for us and your approach at Hoot to creating one.
0: Yes. I love this question because I would say that people's responses are just across the board, you know, all over the place. As a branding professional, I feel like mine's pretty expansive. So, we really start by saying that you know brand is everything which sounds so cliche but it really is it's inextricably inextricably linked with your business so it really is there is no separation between your brand and your business another way to look at it is what other people say you are and how you make people feel so strong brands are easily describable sometimes even in one word um, when you think about the great brands that you know and it's really easy i love when people come to me and they say they want a logo like nike or a logo, you know even a really powerful brand regionally or something that, that i'm well aware of and i'll say no, I totally get that. That is so much more than a logo. You know, there is so much more behind that 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 makes you feel endeared or that re- makes you love that brand that is that is not the Nike swoosh, you know. So um, it really is. It's so foundational to your business. And it really is everything. It really is. Uh, it's It's hard to describe,
1: though, when somebody comes to you and they ask, like, People say all the time, like, oh, I just want a logo. Yes. They're like, okay, but let me explain how much work goes into getting the Nike swoosh and just do it. And the creative. You know, it's there's so much strategy and research and kind of excavation of the stories that are held within that company. Yes. That you know you have to you have to bring all of that to life, and at the end of the day, the things that you see are are the physical manifestation of that, the product of that. It's not yes. they didn't start there; they started yes. with this brand, and then they or the the research about who they're talking to and why they're nice. talking to, what they stand for, all those values, and then they built really beautiful, aesthetically pleasing creative to lay on top of that.
0: Exactly. I love how you use the word excavating. I haven't used that. And I, I think that is so powerful. And that really is a great jumping off point for how we approach creating brand, which is absolutely with a lot of, we call it discovery, but I love the word excavation. Um, because a lot of times it does feel like it's pretty deep and takes some digging. Um, and we, 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 approach brand from a four phase process. So, so when someone comes to us and says, I just need a logo, sometimes we're not a good fit depending on their budget or how much of that work has been previously done for a lot of people that work has been previously done. They're ready to hand it off to us um, so that we can hit the ground running. But assuming that, that someone wants to do our process from the ground up, we are going, we say that it's defining who you are is phase one Um, leveraging who you are is phase two, expanding who you are is three and sharing who you are is four. So that defining who you are, figuring out who you are, that's what we call brand heart. And that's when we identify the purpose, the values, and the vision of the company, then in phase two, where we leverage who we are, that's where we do identity, which is your typical positioning, visuals, and voice and tone, which is what a lot of people assume brand is. The third phase for us is brand culture. So how does your internal brand marry with the external brand or you know that they would be one and the same? And, and we expand that through your team. And then sharing who you are is the brand experience. So and that's another thing that most people are familiar with, you know, a billboard, a radio ad, you know, the walking into your waiting room. What does that feel like? Every touch point that consumers have with your brand is the brand experience. So that's how we would recommend people start.
1: Yeah, I like that you, you start with the heart of the brand because going back to what we were talking about with all of the excavation and the digging for like the values and the stories, that's really what you're uncovering is the heart of it. And that's what people identify with. That's what makes great brands is because there's this heart, there's this spirit behind it that resonates and attracts people to you and your product and your services, which I think sometimes small businesses think branding is just for big businesses. It's Mm -hmm. for the Nikes of the world. It's for the, you know, regional brand that has 50 locations or whatever. But really, I think having a brand as a small business is critical. Can you kind of elaborate on why even small businesses can need that heart and that spirit and why it's necessary for their success?
0: absolutely i mean i would say if you are looking to build something that is resilient and can withstand you know a crazy market which covid has been such a wonderful teacher of that you know i don't think anyone could have have expected what we would gone would have gone through as you know a global marketplace through the pandemic and when you create a resilient brand because you know who you are you know, when you know who you are, you can take a stand, you can make swift, efficient decisions because you're guided by a set of values and a belief system that not only, and this is a huge component too, I would say for, for small businesses too. The minute that you have an employee, even one employee, that heart has to be a scalable. It has to be something that other people can buy into. And this happens all the time. And it even happened to me. I, I, So we have a, right now we're about a 16 person team. And I felt like, you know, I know, and I'm the original owner and I'm still the only owner. So I think, and I work here every day. So I'm like, I know the vision of this place. Of course, everybody knows. Um, And that was so not true. And we're a branding agency. I mean, we deal with brand all the time. So I think that I really challenge owners who say, yeah, people know, people know where we're going and why, and what we're really doing here. I would really challenge you to, do the hard thing and ask your employees, take a little poll, um, and then really see if they do know what you're doing, what makes you different, why you're all here, what's the bigger picture purpose so that they can really live that out for you. Um, and when you do that work, you are so much more resilient to whatever the world flings at you. And I, and I think like, it is so clear now through COVID too, that staff, is so critical our employees are part of a team that is incredibly valuable and when we treat those people with the time attention and respect they deserve to you know really support them in carrying out this vision for this business there you're going to get a lot more loyalty um, and i think you're going to just build a much stronger business so to me it is essential every single business needs a brand um because it because i don't I think so many people think I'm talking about your logo and I'm not. So, so that's why it's very easy for me to say, everybody needs a brand. You probably have one, even if you don't think you do, because people are describing you in some way, right? Even if you drive a a truck without a logo on it, you know, people are still describing you as something. So you have one, whether you've created it intentionally or not, is what I would argue to a small business. That would have been a way more concise way to say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no worries. All right, Start Marketers, we're going to pause here for just one second. And I want to remind you that you can join the Start Marketing community and get exclusive access to guests of the Start Marketing podcast by simply going to slash Start Marketing to join. There's a link in the show notes. Okay. So I. I absolutely love what you're saying when you talk about having a brand, whether you create it intentionally or not, because that is a hundred percent the truth. I think when people are like, why, why isn't my marketing doing well? Why is it not bringing in the customer's that are the best fit for me, right? It might be bringing in some customers, but they're not like the right ones for me or they're not doing the volume of business with me that I believe that they could be doing. And actually this point is going to bring in like a, bu- a bunch of the ones that you just talked about. You know, it's because if you have not intentionally created your brand and thought about it, someone else is going to do it for you, whether it's your target audience, whether it's an employee who comes in and is like super grumpy and is not very friendly, doesn't help people the way that you would want them to be helped. you know. So it's what they're saying about you when you're not in the room. So you can either start that conversation and help guide it, or you can let other people do it for you. And when people say, well, my marketing just isn't performing. It's not doing what I need it to do. It's not helping my business. Looking at your brand is a really great place to start because there's probably a disconnect somewhere along the way. When you talk about that efficiency, that is what brand does for you. Not only is it going to make it really easy for you as a business owner to like create your marketing, But it's going to be um, a way that you can measure and say, okay, is this doing what I need it to do? Is this helping my business? Are the advertising or the marketing dollars I'm spending, they actually doing anything for me?
0: Oh, and that's such a fabulous point about small businesses as well, you know. I like, I always say to people about branding, Walmart can be a business for everybody because they spend, they literally spend a billion dollars a year on advertising. So they can be all things to all people. But for small businesses, your money being spent is even more critical. We often, for our team, we will talk about like this is a college fund brand, which means we are taking money out of the college funds of the children of our clients because it is a small mom and pop that's locally owned. So every single dollar. Uh, is critical. Unlike you know Walmart and Nike, they can make mistakes. They can they can throw money at a problem and then you know even <laughs> say oh well because it's, it, you know that's that's how much money they're prepared to spend every year and why they're such huge players the way they are. But I would say for a small business, then the brand is even more critical because every dollar needs to be laser focused on that target audience versus just spray away the way Walmart can.
1: No, it's it's very true. Your brand is also going, like you just said, it's going to help you focus that spend when you know who you're talking to and why you're talking to them and what you want them to do. And you've got a message that resonates. You know that heart, you know that spirit, and you can find them and help, you know, tell that story to them in a way that's going to attract them to you. That really just makes your marketing spend that much more efficient because i i love the way that you phrase it as as college fund mm-hmm. brands mm-hmm. i mean because that that is absolutely true and nothing feels worse and why i'm so passionate about talking about these topics is because nothing feels worse than to spend money on a marketing initiative that does nothing for you and then it just makes you feel sick to think back on the money that you spent because it just feels like a waste of those dollars, of your time, of your energy. It just, it sucks the soul right out of you.
0: Absolutely. I also think that having a strong brand, a strong message, a point of view, a point of difference that you're really in touch with allows you to create much more powerful, organic messaging too. So like, can you leverage social, Or, you know, networking opportunities better because you actually feel really confident about who you are. And then that took me a really long time to learn. Like, I love to be able to speak to all of my mistakes, too. In the beginning, um, I know you touched on we used to be a very different company. And basically, that's because we did anything people asked. What you know, we were the name was Hoot Design Company. People came to us for basically any type of design, and we did anything. We were so unfocused, we had no target market, Um, you know. And I even come from the ad industry, so that's even more pathetic. (laughs) And I can tell you that when things really started to explode for us, is when we were it took me until all the way until 15 from 2010 to 15 to really be like, okay. We are a, at the time we did call ourselves an ad agency. We are an ad agency. We only do marketing. We don't do private events. We don't, you know, do little one-off posters for people anymore. We're not doing retail paper. And that is when things really started to explode, which feels like such a duh at this point, like a no brainer. But I just can't um, recommend that enough for people like figure out who you are and start to leverage who you are with a very specific audience.
1: I think that's something. I want to say most of us go through that. I feel like it's just an experience that you have to have. Even, I mean, I've I've done it too. I've told people so many times in the past several months that like I feel like I've had whiplash my first two years of running my business. Like uh, this is my target audience and my brand, and then this is my target audience and my brand, and it's. I guess maybe you expect better out of people who know better. Um, but I think I think it speaks to kind of the humanity of that experience and the reality that like there's there is a certain learning curve to it, but spending time and thinking about who am I and how can I best leverage that takes some of that whiplash away and allows you to just kind of focus and then it's not so overwhelming because that's the other thing about it. like this doesn't this process sounds like it could be really overwhelming, but if you focus mm-hmm. on kind of answering the four questions that you that you talked about in the in the very beginning and really focus in on, Who am I and how can I leverage it? Gosh, that takes so much out of it. It doesn't have to be perfect. You just want to put some guide rails around or guardrails. Guide rails. rails. Guardrails. Guardrails around, you know, what you're doing so that you can feel less overwhelmed and you can be more efficient. Absolutely. All right. Well, Kristen. This has been a fantastic conversation. I am excited for next week, listeners. I hope you are as well because if we did not hammer home the idea about why you should have a brand, start that episode over and (laughs) soak all of that in. There were a million golden nuggets in there. Kristen, thank you for doing that deep dive and bringing your expertise. Listeners, we will be back next week with how to do a lot of the things that Kristen talked about. In the meantime, if listeners want to connect with you, where can they find you?
0: Yes, you can find us online at hootdesigncompany.com and on Instagram at hootdesigncompany.
1: Awesome. Thank you,
0: Kristen. Thank you.